Welcome to Nightcast. This is the first episode of Nightcast 505. I'm your host, Joe Gonzalez. Uh, a couple weeks ago, I made the disclaimer that I was going to start a podcast, and a couple weeks later, here I am. Um, this is the eve of Thanksgiving, and I'm just uh, sitting here going over some notes, and I thought, why not be the time to start my podcast? Going with the Thanksgiving theme, and what am I thankful for? I'm thankful for a myriad of things that I could probably publish years and years and years worth of podcasts. But today, I'm going to start with this. Technology. Be thankful. A couple weeks ago, I watched an episode of the Ellen DeGeneres show where she had a millennial on. And she was giving a millennial a challenge uh, with three items that she had to complete a task. One was a old-fashioned map. Uh, a phone book, and a rotary phone. The millennial had to fold the map back up, open up the yellow pages and find a certain business, and of course make a complete call using the rotary phone. Now me being a zenial, zenial if I'm saying it correctly, uh, I remember those items and I've used them and I have moved on from them. There is a large portion of our population that does not know what they are and don't use them. So yes, was it funny to see that? Yes, I highly agree with that. But I look at that at going, how technology has impacted us. Take, for instance, the map. Google Maps, it's an app on your phone. It's an app in your car now. You just push a button, give it an address, and it takes you right there. No more pulling over on the side of the road, unfolding the map, trying to get out figure out where you're at, what roads to take, what turns to make, if you were lucky to have a map like that. The phone book. The phone book was about as, as like six inches, eight inches thick that you would have to leaf through the whole time to find the one business or one item you were looking for. Uh, now we have a phone book that all it is is just listed alphabetically and we can go from there. And finally, the rotary phone. Well, we don't need phones that are attached to walls or cords anymore. We have the luxury of walking around with phones in our pocket or taking them wherever we need to go. I want to take a look at three ways that technology impacts us. I'm going to try to break it up into segments if I can. First one is how technology impacts teachers. Of course, when I started teaching not very long ago, I had technology at my hands. My mother and other people can sit there and tell you remembering writing lesson plans, filling out grading papers, and filling out a grade book and almost handwriting grades in columns and distributing them. Um, but for the most part, from a teacher standpoint, grading, communication, and organization, everything's all in one location, everything's in one place. Uh, it eliminates the time-consuming process, or at least minimizes the time-consuming process of, uh, of grading. Yes, is the overall, uh, the overall, uh, the overall process of grading, sorry about that, uh, does still take place, but uh, technology can make that a little bit quicker. Uh, I will definitely say it enhances learning. It takes uh, takes a lesson to the next level. Uh, most of the times, filling out a worksheet and turning it in or watching a video and answering some questions don't always get to the necessary 
uh, point. Sometimes technology can take it one step further. Um, I, you know, touring a battle site uh, that is a national park that's halfway around the world or somewhere in a different part of the world where you can't see that you other than physically going there. So you can take a kid literally from sitting in your classroom and do a virtual reality and be right there to take your lesson to the next level. And the last one I think is the most important is reaching students who may not have a voice. Those that are teachers or listeners probably know there's that one or two kids in a class that every time you ask a question, they raise their hands no matter what. They have a voice. They want to be heard. And that's great. And I appreciate that. And I applaud them for it. Okay? They should be doing that. But then there is also the other percentage of students who sit in the class and don't necessarily want to answer questions that are maybe afraid to answer questions. Uh, the one thing that my um, technology uh, learning management system does is I can create discussion questions and just send it out. And oftentimes, 90% of the time that I'm off the top of my head, I can remember, the quietest kids were more active on the discussion questions than they were in class. So to me, that's a powerful tool to, of a way to get extra, you get those kids involved in your class to make everything bring it full circle. One of the final things I want to talk about is how technology impacts students. Um, these students are a lot different than I was as a kid and growing up, and I did not have the ability or access to technology at my hand at a readily service. I definitely remember vividly having to walk, go to the library and sit down and go through the card catalog or sit on a computer, which was lucky enough to research the internet and find some article at the time, which was the 90s, which was not as anywhere near it is what it is today. Um, but I think technology definitely makes students diverse. It gives them one more skill set, one more uh, tool in their belt to help them become a better uh, individual in their everyday life. Um, it takes them from just the, I can only do this, to now I can do this, 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 and this. And oftentimes, aren't you seeing the 15, 16, 17-year-old kids are walking into offices and businesses and uh, and companies around the country and telling the older people, this is how you do this, this is how you do that, here's how you do this. Oh, that's easy. I can do that. So that's where I think that the technology impacts a student. Uh, in the classroom, it also makes them more diverse. It, it, it takes away the somebody's ability that doesn't have a very good ability to write, so they can utilize the capabilities of technology. I also like it for the allows the opportunity for creativity. Uh, I think I said it earlier, talked about those reaching those students that are the quiet ones in class. Creativity. Somebody can be very gifted uh, in a um, technology sense and creating things and coding would be the thing I could come up to my mind and not that uh, essentially that every student has to code but that gift to sit there and create something and make it and turn it around and produce it uh, is not an easy thing to do um, and finally I think it just it's a one more tool that connects students to uh, the rest of the world uh, I think I remember growing up as a kid that my life only existed in school and where my hometown was even people that lived across the river I thought lived like on another planet so now technology has been able to bring them together to uh, you know, see their friends rather than once a year at a summer camp uh, and say, hey, what's your phone number or email? I'll call you. Now it's 
hey, let's hook up on Snapchat and Facebook or let's connect together one or the other and things. So uh, that's how I feel that technology has impacted children or students. Now I want to look at how technology impacts families. And these are just little bits that fit in my head, so they're just small pockets of things until I get really, really good at a podcast and can figure out how much time I could spend on it. Yes, I could talk about forever how technology impacts teachers and families and get to students, but how it impacts families, three ways off the top of my head that I know. Um, extra practice with homework or completing assignments or activities. How many times that probably parents, if anybody listens to it, or if you're a teacher, remember that uh, how many times kids left their assignment at home or left their assignment at school or left their book at school. And so that whatever you had assigned for that night for homework now was stuck at school and you had to be lucky enough that the janitor was still there and would let you in and you're running down the hall and you're football outfit uh, to go unlock your locker and getting yelled at by Jennifer for tracking mud in the room. That might have been me, but um, now you don't have that. You have everything in one location. You have all your uh, apps and books and, and access to online, and you just, and just click, and you can read the story, or you can research activities, whatever you need to do. Um, this also ties into being done anywhere. Um, lots of times I get the we're going away to on vacation for a week. Could just send home all the work. Okay, instantly as a teacher, the alarm and the red flag goes off of, uh-oh. Now I have to sit here and come up with all a week's worth of work that we're going to be going, and they're going to have to drag all their books down to Florida or go to see Grandma or during the Thanksgiving vacation. Okay, most of the time, I would, as a teacher, try not to assign extra work unless they were absolutely missing core content. Um, but with technology is they can access it any time, get to where they need to be, complete it when they need to do it, and then it submits to me and I didn't have to worry about it. And they didn't have to transport anything necessarily without uh, essentially their device. Um, it also enhances or allows, in my mind, impact for project completion. Uh, I am a fan of the paper-pencil technique every now and then, but when you have a project, for example, Sometimes the old-fashioned trifold cardboard works, but not everybody wants to take the time in creation or has a complete computer and a color printer and all these things to put together to build that. So sometimes the ability of to take an, uh, a mobile device or an app or an iPad or a computer and use one of these presentation tools and put it together and get some things and get all the facts information and be able to take it into school and plug it in and go is a little bit easier in my mind uh, than rather than getting the family together, driving down to the Walmart or the dollar store and going through and spending all this money on something that eventually is just going to sit in a room or sit in the corner and not be used accordingly. Well, there you have it. If you made it this far, you've listened to my first ever podcast, Nightcast. Uh, this uh, has been interesting, uh, throwing this together kind of last minute. Uh, I definitely will challenge myself to um, come up with some uh, better content and try to get some guests on here. So uh, I'm just scratching the surface. So thank you for listening to this. Uh, I do not know if you can comment on this. If you can, by all means, please do. I uh, love feedback and uh, 
I know I can come up with some more interesting topics, but if there's something you'd like me to research or discuss, I would love to. Uh, and as well, look out teachers and definitely trying to get some of you on here eventually uh, when I, once I start figuring this out. Um, but again, thank you for listening to Night Cows. G-Unit out.